Designer Christian Joy creates costumes that transform musicians into rock stars. It allows them to be someone else. If you feel like you turn into something else when you hit the stage, like maybe you're channeling some different energy, then it's a costume. When Christian first meets with a performer, she not only tries to understand their personal style, but also who they want to be on stage. She's created stage looks for artists like Santi Gold, Esperanza Spalding, and most famously, Karen O, the lead singer of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Trying to stay dry. On a rainy day in Brooklyn, I stopped by her studio. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? The studio is in a converted bedroom in a railroad-style apartment. When you walk in, the first thing you see are a pair of mannequins. There's tons of brightly colored fabric and boxes and boxes everywhere. Buttons and snaps. This one says, zippers, shoulder pads, and trim. Rhinestones. In the back of the room, there's a screen printing table. And on top of it is a bowl filled with metallic green scraps. In this bowl are some glitter vinyl that I was using for Karen O, um, for her new costume. Christian and Karen O started working together back in 2003. And since then, Christian has created some pretty awesome looks for her. Like torn prom dresses, wigs made of yarn, and ruffled bodysuits. Karen will always say, like, oh, I don't become Karen O until I put on the outfits that Christian's made for me. <laughs> she credits her creativity, in part, to her upbringing. Christian grew up in Iowa in the 1970s, one of six kids, raised by her mom and her mom's best friend. They lived in a born-again Christian community and were also back-to-the-land hippies. We were raised to kind of be very religious, but at the same time, I feel like we were set up to rebel. This is Dress Codes, stories of independence and style, a show from New Balance and Gimlet Creative. I'm Emily Spivak. In this series, I talk with people who influence culture in exciting and unexpected ways. People with distinct styles talking about the clothes that mark key moments in their lives. Each item is a chapter of their story. Today, costume designer Christian Joy. Her first item is a pair of burgundy culottes from her childhood. The dreaded culottes were corduroy, which was everything that I was against. So, <laughs> And they had sort of this like ruffle around the bottom of the leg. I feel like they must have been hand-me-downs. And it just felt too girly. I didn't like feeling that way. You know, I wanted to feel more like one of my brothers. And I just wanted to be cool. I didn't want to be like this dumb-looking girl in these fake pair of pants. When I was a kid, I was a total tomboy. And I just wanted to play all the games that the boys played. And I wanted to dress like all the boys. And I just, it, it felt very restrictive. I couldn't kind of understand, like, well, why do they get to wear, like, jeans and I have to wear this stupid, you know, outfit? I had to have long hair because it was a covering for the Lord. And so I kind of would have these dreams where I'd just lay there and be like, what if someone just accidentally poured a whole thing of glue over my head? Then I could finally have short hair, you know. I just thought that I should be able to do whatever boys did, and so I didn't really understand, like, at all this idea that 
oh, well, girls have to do this and boys have to do this. When I was probably like 19 after graduation, I left home and I was living with my boyfriend and my mom said I couldn't live with him unless I got married to him. So he asked me to marry him and I was like, okay. Christian's second item is the black cotton dress she bought at the mall, wore to prom, and also her wedding. The dress was this short black dress, kind of mini dress, sort of 60s looking. And it had cutouts in the front and then a cutout in the back. And then I had dyed my hair black. So I was just kind of wore all black to my wedding. But I thought like, it's so punk rock. Like, I'm so cool. Here I am. We stayed together for a while and then I got a divorce I saved all my waitressing money in like a Tootsie Roll piggy bank, <laughs> like $1,000. And then my brother came and picked me up and I moved to Chicago. After the divorce, Christian bounced around for a couple of years. She took photography classes and started making art. And in 1998, she moved to New York. She got a job working retail in a Greenwich Village boutique, selling vintage and designer clothing. Christian had never really considered designing clothes before. She barely knew how to sew. But looking around the store, she had a revelation. Oh, I could make that. Oh, yeah, I could make that. And then I thought, like, well, if I'm going to say I can make it, then I should try to make it. So she did. She turned the kitchen table in her studio apartment into a workspace. And she started sponge painting T-shirts and reworking vintage dresses. Christian's third item is a piece from those days— it's a frilly black, strapless, 80s dress splattered with fake blood. She calls it the teenage car crash dress. I was looking through Bizarre magazine, I think, or Vogue, one of the two, and there was this picture that John Waters had taken of a giant king prawn in a shoe. And I was like, what is that? It made me mad. I was, like, really, really mad. I ripped it out, and I put it in my journal, and I couldn't quit thinking of this ridiculous photograph. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it just, like, turned something in my brain that was like, oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so weird. And then I think that stimulated this weird sense of humor. There was a Salvation Army, and you could get these 80s prom dresses for, like, $5 or something. So I thought, like, well, I'll just make these prom dresses. I had made, like, one that had glittered boyfriends' names all over it, you know, and I made one that looked like the Carrie after she has pig's blood poured over her head. And the teenage car crash dress, <laughs> so ridiculous, had this, like, car stenciled on the front, and then it said teenage car crash. At the time, you know, it was redoing clothes or, like, painting on clothes and stuff made more sense than, like, painting on a canvas. This was the late 90s, and emo was big. So Christian's dark sense of humor fit right in, and she began selling her clothes at local shops. At that point, she was a salesperson at the cult boutique Daryl Kay, a spot cool girls flocked to for fitted hoodies and hip-hugger boot-cut pants. Karen O was one of those girls. Back then, she was a student at NYU. She'd kind of come in and talk, and 
And I just always thought, this girl is so weird. And then I remember, like, I hadn't seen her for a while, and I was like, God, you know, where did that weird girl go? I, like, really miss her, you know? One day, she came in with the first Yeah Yeah's EP. She came by Daryl Kay, and she said, hey, dude, you know, here's my band. And I was like, oh, great. I'm going to have to listen to her bad music now. And then I turned it on and I was like, what the heck? This is amazing. Like, I was so into it. Not long after that, I happened to have some prom dresses with me at the store and Karen saw one and she said, hey, will you make me one of those for our show coming up? And I was like, okay. Christian's fourth item is that dress, the prom queen gone punk costume that would kick off their long-standing collaboration. The dress I made for Karen was this one-shouldered royal blue prom dress, T-length, where it comes in between your, like, kneecap and your ankle. And I shredded the whole thing. And then I stenciled yeah, yeah, yeah all over and then shredded the top corsage area and then added all these fake, flowers do it. <laughs> it was like a hot mess. Yeah, yes. I had the show at the cooler. So I was standing in the audience and as soon as I started playing, I was like, oh my God. I mean, it was like insane. You know, like she was pouring beer all over herself, spitting it into the air. It was going all over the front row. It was just a front row of girls just going crazy. On stage, Karen yelled, this dress was made by Christian Joy. And she would yell, and my friends would try to like pick me up or point me out, and I would be like ready to like go into a little puddle. <laughs> it was always so embarrassed. It was going through my head. Oh my God, this girl's going to be like on the cover of this magazine, this magazine, this magazine, this magazine. I just knew they were going to blow up. I guess I had some sense of like, maybe that I was supposed to be like a, a fashion designer or something. So I decided like, well, I'm going to teach myself pattern making. I'm going to teach myself sewing. I'm going to teach myself fashion history. So I just started buying all these books or I'd go hang out in Barnes & Noble and just read things and look at things because I always had this feeling of like, well, I'm going to do this. I need to do it right. Over the next decade and a half, Christian would go on to create nearly 60 unique looks for Karen O. She made Karen O a skeleton costume with glow-in-the-dark bones for the band's 2006 Show Your Bones tour. She made a gold bodysuit with tentacles for the main stage of Coachella in 2009. And she made a psychedelic yellow short suit embroidered with bright flowers and the words Violent Fuzz, a lyric from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's 2013 album Mosquito. By this time, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's had a global following. And it wasn't just because of their music. Almost every article about the band noted Karen O's unique stage presence and her style. The New York Times even referred to Christian as the band's fourth member. In between her work with the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Christian would pick up the occasional styling gig. But her looks were so closely associated with Karen O that it became tricky to break out. 
I was asking people, like, why am I not getting any other work? And they were like, well, I think people think they're going to look like Karen O. That all changed, though, when she got an email from the publicist for the blues rock band Alabama Shakes. The band's first record was a hit, and their lead singer, Brittany Howard, wanted to experiment with her stage presence. Which brings us to our fifth and final item. This was the item that opened the door to the next phase of Christian's career. It's a dramatic, floor-length dress with a cape. Brittany wore it on stage at Coachella in 2015, and the design was a departure for Christian. A step away from punk-inspired looks toward something more structured and regal. The whole idea was that they were playing when the sun was going down. And so I created this print that reflected sort of this like California kind of feeling and the sun and stuff like that. It was just sort of these geometric shapes all over the dress. So when I made that dress for Britney, and then I made her like the Grammy dress and the Coachella, you know, a bunch of dresses actually. But I think people saw that and were like, oh, she knows how to do all these different things that you could get this really wild-looking look or you could get this more sophisticated look. And, you know, just that was basically when the doors actually flung open. Since then, Christian's designed clothes for a bunch of different artists, like Childish Gambino and Maggie Rogers. And she's also found time to make some things for herself. I love wearing things that I've made because I feel like it's like really embodies who I am. I just want people to kind of like, I want them to feel like, oh, and I just saw this woman in this crazy blue jumpsuit with bright red shoes and I had it like a crazy print all over it. You know, it's just like, it's just nice to kind of give something to the world that's like happy and pleasant. Give them a little taste of Christian joy. Yeah, yeah, I just want them to feel a little happiness. That was costume designer and artist Christian Joy. When we spoke, she was wearing a thrifted oatmeal-colored sweater, a cream lace skirt, bright red sneakers, and a Cubist-inspired Mickey Mouse ring. What are the items of clothing that made you? Use the hashtag MyDressCode and let us know. Here's one of mine. When I was 14, I took a pair of canary yellow pants and I cut them from the ankle to the thigh in strips so that they unintentionally look like a banana peel. I wore the pants over a pair of black and white striped tights with my Doc Martens and an oversized Morrissey t-shirt. I remember wearing them on the Rehoboth Beach Boardwalk, eating french fries, playing skee-ball with friends, and trying to avoid my family. While most girls my age were wearing short shorts and tank tops, that never felt right. The banana pants felt right. Next time on Dress Codes. Combat boots, gold hoop earrings, and the purple pasties seen round the world. 
the lavender, very risque, one breast out with the pacey jumper. <laughs> That's the look. I'll talk with Misa Hilton, the fashion stylist who made this memorable red carpet look for Lil' Kim and transformed hip-hop style while she was at it. Dress Codes is a production of Gimlet Creative and New Balance. Our website is gimletcreative.com slash dresscodes. Subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. The show is produced by James T. Green, Emily Foreman, and Carrie Ann Thomas. Abby Rizika is our senior producer. Sarah Geis is our editor. Music and mixing by Marcus Bagala with help from Katherine Anderson. Special thanks to the Alabama Shakes for use of their song, Gimme All Your Love. And to the Yeah, Yeah, Yes for use of their song, Art Star. I'm Emily Spivak, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at mspivak. That's E-M-S-P-I-V-A-C-K. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.